0: Arches and Halos, professional brow grooming. Be bold, be you. Xfinity XFi is more than just fast. It's internet that gives you peace of mind security. Because if it's connected, it's protected. Yeah, even your robot vacuum. Can your internet do that? Learn more at Xfinity.com slash XFi.
1: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com.
0: Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Molly. And I'm Kristen. Kristen, if there's one thing that gets under my skin and just makes me mad, it's rumors about sex that aren't <laughs> true. <laughs> okay. Involving you or just general rumors? <laughs> Well, I'm just going to stick with in general. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of misinformation about sex out there. Yes, there is. That's what I was trying to get at. Okay. Not, not so much rumors about who's having sex <laughs> or who's not, but just uh-huh. there's so much misinformation thanks to this crazy thing called the Internet mm-hmm. that it, it can be hard to keep straight what's true and what's not.
1: Yeah, and we are going to highlight one today that I think has confused a lot of women out there. And even when I was doing research trying to get at the... um get at the answer. There was still on page one, Google, so much misinformation out there. And this myth that we were tackling today is can you get pregnant on your period? And Molly, I gotta say, you know, I have gotten in a pretty heated argument with another like woman about this, about this issue. Because the thing is you can, you can, she was (laughs) saying that you can't. And so... I'm glad that I will now be able to give her very specific
0: reasons why you can indeed get pregnant on your period. I'm glad you came down on the right side of yeah, the argument. Me too. Um, but yeah, I think it's a pretty big misconception. I mean, if you want to just take a simplistic point of view, if a period is evidence that you are not pregnant, mm-hmm. then it seems like, you know, you shouldn't be able to get pregnant while it's going on. Right. I think that's the thinking a lot of people have. Yeah. And now we will completely dismantle that theory. Just go, Kristen, go.
1: Yes. Okay. Niemers Foundation is where this information is coming from. And which is, by the way, kidshealth.org sounds very elementary, but a, a pretty good resource. It's a great site. Yeah, very basic, layman's language, um, credible information for all of your medical questions. I digress. So, you might be ovulating while you are bleeding Uh okay because sometimes when uh we ovulate there will be a little vaginal bleeding that will come along with that hence if you are ovulating and bleeding at the same time you might think that you're on your period oh i'm in the clear no you're not you have a egg waiting in your fallopian (laughs) tubes for sperm to unite to it so that's one reason
0: why you could get pregnant on your period the other thing is that ovulation a notoriously tricky thing to pinpoint Yeah. And so, you know, you, if let's say you're reading um, the most standard sex manual there is, mm-hmm. it's going to tell you like exactly 14 days. Yeah. 14 after, days after first, your period. Yeah. I mean, that's just like standard textbook woman who rarely exists because when do women ever meet the standard? Rarely. Rarely. <laughs> and sometimes ovulation can occur before the bleeding from the period has stopped. If you're having, I mean, just depending on the length of your cycle, or even a few days after your period is over. Right, and since sperm can fertilize egg for five days, boom, egg meets sperm. Yes. Yeah, remember that, people.
1: Sperm sticks around <laughs> inside of you. It doesn't just leave. Like an unwanted visitor who yeah. won't take a hint. And I think this is also the perfect time to point out that, ladies, we cannot pee out sperm mm-hmm. post-intercourse. I think a lot of girls also think that if they pee after or urinate, however you choose to, refer to it after you have sex, then you kind of flush out whatever might have gotten up in there. But uh, we don't pee out of our vaginal opening, so it's,
0: uh, it's not going to do any good. Now, it is important to pee to prevent urinary tract infections. Yes, but it's not to prevent pregnancy. Right. I think the two sometimes get combined in the benefits for peeing after sex. But what about douching, Molly? No, no, Kristen. Talk about douching. No, Kristen, you cannot douche out sperm. And for
1: for listeners who um out there who might not know, well, who might only know of douches as uh lame lame dudes <laughs> who may or may not wear Ed Hardy t shirts and trucker hats. Um douching is uh, it's basically uh a solution that we use women sometimes use to wash, sanitize their vagina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the fact of the matter is that douching will not rinse out sperm. It might actually help them swim upstream towards that magical egg. Yep. So you're gonna, you're gonna do yourself even more harm possibly by douching. And, um, speaking of unprotected sex during your period, Molly, not only are you, um, just having unprotected sex in general, are you at risk? for STD contraction, but having sexual intercourse unprotected during your period also is a riskier time for HIV transmission. So it just keeps getting better and better, it sounds like. Or worse and worse. That's what I meant. (laughs) Yes. Sarcasm. Yeah, no, it's not. Ladies, the period is not your, you know, they'll save time
0: to have rampant,
1: unprotected sex. Okay? Get it out of your head.
0: Which we never advocate on our podcast. No. So especially not then, because it's just it's a bad time.
1: Yeah, but I think that it really is important to drive drive this point home, because I would say when you say that this is probably the number one, like, can't get pregnant myth.
0: Yes. So why don't we go ahead and just talk a little bit more about ovulation, when it's happening, how it's happening. Not because we think you should have unprotected sex at certain points in your menstrual cycle, but just so we all know what's going on in our yeah. lady parts. Cause it's easy to know
1: when you're on your period. The evidence is there. However, not so easy to know when you are ovulating. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said earlier in the podcast, the kind of textbook answer to, to that is, uh, you ovulate 14 days after your last period began. But that is if you have a constant 28 day cycle. And Molly, I don't know about you, but, Having a constant 28-day cycle, not
0: necessarily reality. I'm not ready to share that information, Kristen. Well, I'm just saying, in general. But you can, yeah, so some people keep, if they do have a fairly regular cycle, can track it with a calendar. Yeah. You can also track it by watching your cervical mucus, which is my favorite two-word combination ever.
1: Yeah, when you are ovulating, that um, you might have more an increase in, quote, this is from the Mayo Clinic, clear, slippery vaginal secretions. And after you're done ovulating, um, those secretions are going to kind of dry up a little bit and become a little more
0: Cloudy clouded. Cloudy and sticky. Yes. Um, that's just before ovulation. So sometimes if women are trying to get pregnant, they'll track their mucus. It's sometimes used as a punchline in crazy baby-making comedies. Okay <laughs> um, And
1: then we also have our basal body temperature, mm-hmm. which is your body's temperature when you are at rest. and when you ovulate, um, it might cause a slight increase in this basal body temperature usually less very than, slight. yeah, usually less than one degree. you're not going to have some <laughs> ovulating fever.
0: You can't get out of school because, because of, you're ovulating. yeah, you
1: got the got the fever. And the Mayo Clinic recommends if you want to try, this, you, it will take some time. Before you get out of bed every morning, take your temperature, see how it might change throughout the month and if any kind of pattern emerges, and you might be able to uh, better tell when in your cycle you ovulate.
0: There are also ovulation predictor kits. Um, you can buy some of them over the counter where you basically test your urine, see where, see whereabouts in the cycle you are. But, you know, if you're just, you know, a young woman, trying to avoid getting pregnant because you're not ready to get married and have a baby yet. Just the message again from the podcast is you can get pregnant when you're on your period.
1: Yeah. And also remember gals that uh, just because you have some bleeding after unprotected sex does not mean that you are necessarily in the clear because of a little something called implantation bleeding. And this is one of the earliest signs of pregnancy. Uh, sometimes when the fertilized egg will attach to your uterine lining, it causes bleeding that you might confuse with your next period. So
0: you're not in the clear?
1: No, and it happens about 10 to 14 days after fertilization. And that might also be accompanied by abdominal cramping, which would also make you think that you are just having your period.
0: So mm. again, ladies, unprotected sex, not good. Yeah. If you're trying to avoid small bundles of joy, don't jump without the parachute. So speaking of big sex myths, I think another one that um, is associated with, or sort of associated with this is one for new mothers. There is this sort of myth out there that you can't get pregnant when you're breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. And to some extent, it's kind of true because the hormone that is releasing milk. Prolactin. Yes. is also suppressing the hormone that releases the egg every month.
1: GNRH.
0: Yes. So it's possible that because you don't have periods while you're breastfeeding, you may think, hey, I can't get pregnant. But especially if you're not exclusively breastfeeding, if you're supplementing with formula or snacks or what have you, you can still get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't assume, unless you want to have children who are very close in age, don't assume that breastfeeding is a form of birth control. So the
1: lesson, the big lesson to take away from all this, Molly, is that if you are still a menstruating woman, you can basically get pregnant whenever. Yeah. But that's why we have birth control. Yeah
0: or abstinence or abstinence there are a lot of choices you can make to prevent the things that um, cause children yeah because I don't uh, know if anyone's noticed listening to this podcast but I don't want them anytime <laughs> soon
1: <laughs> but I think I, you know I, I'm i glad that we have dispelled this this myth about it's okay to have unprotected sex while you're on your period because you're in the clear not so gals and guys yeah so there you go yep moving on to a little bit of listener mail let's do it yeah, got a quick one here about nail polish from Melissa. She said, I wanted to put in a quick plug for natural nail polish. There are many companies that make water-based, odorless, non-toxic nail polish that come in just as many colors as regular nail polish, and they claim to be long-lasting as well. Um, one company I found claimed their nail polish is even safer to drink than the water in some cities. A dubious claim, in my opinion. Other natural products are out there as well, such as nail polish remover, nail conditioner, probably any cosmetic you can imagine. Some of these are overpriced, of course, and some are actually pretty reasonable, and it didn't take much effort to find them. Just a quick Google
0: search. Very cool. Thanks for the tip, Melissa. I'm going to read one from Kimberly, who wrote, After listening to your podcast about do opposites attract, I really got to wondering. The fact that struck me particular was the study on the effect of hormonal birth control on sniffing out the right man. I would taken birth control since before I was into dating, and let's just say my love life was a flop. However, about two years ago, I went on a health kick and decided that introducing hormones into my body just wasn't for me anymore. Now, my best friend for the past dozen years has been a male with whom I was unbearably compatible, but unfortunately not attracted to intimately. Shortly after said health kick, I began to find myself forming deep feelings for my best friend. Was my nose blind to his good-looking DNA structure this whole time? Long story short, we were married six months ago. I never would have correlated the health kick and the realization that the love of my life was in front of my face all along, but now I can't help but be curious if I owe my marital bliss to letting my nose breathe the hormonal birth control free air. It's kind of a sweet story. It's a sweet story. Let me do just one more real quick as a correction. Oh, okay. Um, In our birth order podcast, we said that Fidel Castro was the youngest child in his family. And Cheryl wrote in to say he's not the youngest, but he's not the oldest. So I had misread that article a little bit mm. and said that, you know, all youngest children were revolutionaries. Basically it was all the firstborns aren't revolutionaries. Ah. So thanks Cheryl for, um, for correcting me about old Fidel. If you have any corrections or comments or just hopes
1: and dreams or sex myths or sex myths you'd like to share with us, our email is momstuff at howstuffworks.com and we have a blog. It's called how to stuff. And you can find it and other articles about pregnancy, how to, and how to not get it mm-hmm. at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Want more how Stuff works? Check out our blogs on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? The Gold Club was the top strip club in Atlanta in the 1990s, with patrons like Dennis Rodman, Michael Jordan, Madonna, the King of Sweden. But in 2001, the club was
0: put on trial with charges of prostitution, extortion, credit card fraud, racketeering, and an affiliation with the mob. I'm journalist Christina Lee, and I'll be taking you behind the scenes of the Gold Club scandal from the booty and bubbly
1: to the deceit and courtroom drama. Listen to Racket Inside the Gold Club on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: If you crack open an American history book, it's sure to be filled with founding fathers, bloody wars, and the inventions that brought this country to the industrial age. But there's a whole other world that waits for us in the shadows. Tales of unlikely heroes, world-changing tragedies, and legends that are unique to this country's spirit. So join me, Lauren Vogelbaum, for a tour of American history unlike any other, through a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Aaron Menke's Grim and Mild. Get ready for American Shadows. Listen to American Shadows on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.